Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the 20 Nothing Podcast. Today, we have a guest, and our guest is the one and only Nicole Mainwaring. She is a dear friend of mine. She is a blogger, freelancer, social media queen, and she's also starting her own business. So we talk about things like getting your startup off the ground. We talk about freelancing and building a portfolio of clients. We also talk about living in New York in your 20s and kind of moving out and living on your own and doing your own thing. So she has so much great expertise that I'm really excited for you guys to hear and to share with you guys. And I'm also just so honored to have my first guest be a close friend of mine. So keep listening to learn more and to hear from Nicole. All right, on to the episode. So this is our second time yeah. trying to film this episode. This last time we drank a little bit. Mm-hmm. We were a little rowdy. Yeah. And I listened to the episode and I was like, this is a mess. We were like yelling and it was it was something. So this is our do-over. A little more calm. Way more we calm. We had our rhodiolas. Yeah. <laughs> is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. I yeah. think so. I call it rhodiola. <laughs> it's called something else. Yeah. Um, and so we're we're focused. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so thank you for, you know, coming to well, I came to you, but <laughs> thank you for doing this again. Yeah, thanks for having me. And or not having me, but thanks well, for inviting me on You're having me in your home mm-hmm. and then I'm having you on the podcast. Yeah. And yeah. So I wrote down a bunch of questions. Okay. But before we get started, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay. Uh, so my name is Nicole Mainwaring. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio, and I moved to Montreal about four years ago um, to be with my husband for love. Before that, I was living in New York City. That's where I met him, and he was a model, modeling in the fashion industry, and I was like just graduated from university and like trying to figure out life and what I wanted to do and that's where I met him and we decided to move here and get married and right now I'm like a part-time blogger, influencer, I do a lot of like social media management and consulting and styling so I work for myself and I worked in corporate America for a long time and just kind of decided that it's not for me anymore and wanted to go out on my own and see what I could do on my own and figure out my own career for me and and try to build something of my own. Mm-hmm. So. so I have some questions related to all of those things. Okay. But what did you study in university? Let's let's go back. So I studied international business and marketing. Where? In Ohio? At, yeah, at Ohio University. So I studied there and I graduated in 2012. But when I originally went to OU, Ohio University, I was a double major in video production and business. So, but that was going to take me too long to graduate within four years. So I just shut out the video production side because I didn't feel like I like fit in with that crowd because it's like kind of different and I just focused on business specifically but I wanted to do like broadcast or you know be in front of the camera something like that because I had always performed for my entire life so it's something I still wanted to pursue but I felt like business was a good degree to get because it's so it's broad in a way and it's kind of like a great plan b 
if like yes. your first passion falls apart you can you have that business degree to like fall back on and then you moved to New York what were your plans for New York New York when I first moved to New York it was for a fashion internship it was like a branding and consulting firm and we worked with a lot of like older brands that were trying to rebrand themselves and they also did licensing as well and I did that for six months and it was an unpaid internship but I was like I don't even care I just want to like move to New York and get out of Ohio (laughs) so I did and during that time I was working at this like sports bar lounge called the Ainsworth and I was a cocktail slash like bottle server and I would like serve like celebs and reality stars or and people like that of that nature Mm -hmm. so and then after that internship I would do a lot of like temp work so like work in like the Versace showroom I like did some temp work at David Yurman and like places like that and then I ended up finding like a permanent position in textiles at a manufacturing company and then it's like mm, I'm not sure if my heart's in fashion like I really like it but I just don't think I have you know the passion or drive to like try to make it up to the top and so I switched over to beauty and I started working at like a beauty tech startup in Dumbo it was called Lifebooker it's now out of business but it was like an interesting position I did a lot of like marketing and sales there and then when did you get into blogging I got into blogging like in 2012 right when I moved to New York because that's like when Instagram was like becoming pretty big and like bloggers were like starting to come out and you'd see like more of them on Instagram yeah so like my roommate or my friend at the time and then roommate we like started our own blog and like we would like take pictures and we had like a website but we weren't serious about it but it was just like something fun and I've always kind of like continued to do it you know throughout like any type of job change or you know moving cities I've always continued it and was there a point when you were blogging where you were like oh this could be something Mm, maybe last year after I left my most recent position I was getting like more attention on Instagram like all of my views impressions likes comments whatever were going up I was getting more invites and then um, more and more brands started reaching out to me and I saw a lot of potential there but I think it's for me personally it's like it's fun to do like it's fun to create that content but it's not something I want to like pursue full-time yeah so I like doing it as like a part-time thing and I think it's interesting because right now in terms of Instagram you're at a good place like Mm -hmm. I think you're like almost at 12k yeah I have a little bit over 12k and I know a lot of people who are like trying to be influencers or would like to like get to that point mm-hmm. and want to do it full time what is it about it that makes you like not want to do that full time makes you want to have your own thing or do something on the side for me it's more about like purpose and like really really challenging myself like I think blogging is really fun but I don't find it challenging enough for me yeah and I don't mean to sound like arrogant or like elitist it's just like I, I like challenges and if I get bored I move on to something else yeah So I feel like I tried out blogging. It's still something that I do and I pursue and I think it's fun, but I'm always looking for like the next challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How long did it take you to like get to where you are now in terms of like numbers and things like that? I would say like two, three years, but in the past, like when I, once I left, left my job like a year ago, 
I really like pursued it more and I put more like forth effort into my Instagram platform and my blog and I grew a lot from that because I really took the time and I was posting every day sometimes twice a day and like I was really you know I was going for it but I would say it took me like two three years to get to like over 10k but it's different for everyone sometimes people go viral and they can get like thousands of followers overnight and so you were working for a skincare company that no longer exists and what was that transition like going from having your full-time job to being out of work it was exciting and nerve-wracking because with a full-time job you have that stability it's that nine to five you know you have you can get a paycheck every other week and you know how much you're getting paid the only thing with like working for someone else is like you know you feel like you're micromanaged you have like a boss that you have to report to And then once I left that job, I was, you know, stressed out. I had anxiety, so I ended up, like, loading on a lot of work onto my plate. And I ended up, like, burning myself out at the end of the year. So I guess for me this year, it's all about, like, finding balance. Like, I was working so much, like, on everything because I thought I could do it all. And I just wasn't managing my time correctly. This year, I've, like, really taken a step back from it and, like, being self-employed it's like yeah you want to make a certain amount but you also have to expect that your your income every month is going to be different like you're always going to make different amount or you can make more or you can make less so that's like it's the risk that you take but being self-employed for almost a year now I don't think I would ever want to go back to an office just because I love that flexibility that I have like I can create my own schedule I am my own boss like I am learning to be more disciplined and manage my time correctly so I think because of that and what I've gone through in the past year like I know for sure that I don't want to like work for someone else again Mm -hmm. yeah and I was going to ask you about time management so how do you manage your time with different clients and, and all of that stuff well I try if anything is like like a priority I focus on that but for me it's all about like routine every day it's like really important when you're self-employed so I normally wake up at like 6 or 6 30 I you know get ready I go work out and then I kind of like I start working and I'll take a break like an hour break throughout the day or not throughout the day just like once during the day and then go back to work again but yeah when it comes to clients it's more about like prioritizing everything like you know what is a priority who needs work who do I need to focus on and then who's not a priority and when can I get to them next yeah so what does a typical day look like for you for me like waking up working out and then getting ready like trying to like be like presentable and like you know getting in that workflow mood and then checking my emails checking the posts seeing how the posted reviewing any reports things like that like every day is different for me so sometimes like I'll have events so I'll have to like schedule everything around that or like you know I have meetings that I need to go see someone and meet with them so I'll have to schedule time around that but mostly like what's like routine for me is like waking up working out and then answering emails and then getting to like any type of like social media management stuff that I have to like attend to And how did you go about finding clients for social media management and all that stuff? So there's a lot of resources online. So you can do like Upwork, which is really great for freelancers. There's freelancers.com. There's Guru. 
you can check on indeed there's always word of mouth like telling people that you do like a lot of social media management and then doing creating like pitch decks too so like reaching out to local like maybe like spas or salons in montreal or or in canada or even the states and just seeing if they need social media work or even instagram as well and dming you know different accounts and seeing if they need help with their instagram how long did it take you from when you started like when you you know didn't have your job anymore and you wanted to start freelancing to having like a full roster of like clients that make up your full-time freelance work it didn't take me that long because when i left my job i like i knew i was gonna leave my job pretty soon so during that time I started like stacking on clients and I'd work on them during like on the weekends Mm -hmm. or like after work so for me it was like a month or two but sometimes like you lose clients like I lost like a pretty big client back in December and I'm still trying to like gain new clients so there's always going to be lulls like at that time I was like kind of like ready to transition and I was like ready to hit the ground running And then now I've kind of just like taken like a step back. So like right now I'm kind of like kind of refiguring everything out. But yeah, it didn't take me too long to find clients, Mm -hmm. I'd say. And what vision do you have for like what you want the next couple of years to look like? For the next couple of years, I don't really talk about this much, but I'm in the process of like starting my own skincare company. So that's taking up more time so that's why I'm like in this transitional phase again and trying to refigure everything out I'd like to have my own company and I want to have people working for me so I'm excited because like my husband and I are going to go incorporate my company on Wednesday so that's like a really big deal and then we're going to actually start producing soon as well so in the next two years definitely have like launched the brand at the end of this year work on it hopefully within the next year of 2020 maybe hire one or two people and then kind of scaling the business from there Mm -hmm. my ultimate goal is to like have a huge company where i can like ultimately like subsidize like childcare for women working in these corporate uh institutions who you know childcare is really expensive it's hard to get into sometimes in quebec and then also help with like maternity leave because I know I know a lot of women always have like struggled with maternity leave like even if they're in like a power like power position so if they're like a manager they come back their title might change and like my goal is to like with this company is not like not only employ a lot of people and make them happy and like hopefully they're passionate about what they do but to also you know give like the women or the men who want want it all essentially they want to be a manager they want to be parents and I, I want to give them the opportunity to work for something and not have it slip through their fingers just because I had a child. Yeah. So that's like my ultimate goal. And what, because you studied business, mm-hmm. so what did you learn in business school that you've transferred over in this process of starting your own business? Oh, I, I can't remember anything <laughs> I learned in business school. Like I'm very, I was very, I was really good at school because I was really great at memorizing everything for tests and then I'd like get, get a really good grade on the test but then I'd forget it. Yeah. So I'm more of a hands-on learner in terms of learning. So I think I learned a lot of skills in terms of like management, how to forecast, how to manage inventory, 
how to you know making making sure I'm doing my my PL statements um so things like that I've learned like on the job from my superiors that I've worked for or worked under that's what I've really taken away from and what's one thing that you kind of encountered along the way that you've been like I have no idea I don't know that's a really good question I honestly I don't I don't know the answer to that I question. mean you're still in the beginning stages so there mm-hmm. there'll definitely be things you know like as you like launch the brand and as it grows that you're gonna like encounter yeah that you might not know what to do I guess I mean if I ever have questions I always ask Keenan because he's like really good in terms of business and then I'll ask like a lot of like friends or other friends that are entrepreneurs of mine that have started their own business like in Quebec specifically the recent question that I had was like okay so how should I even register this company like what which one do I file it under do I even need to hire an attorney is that like a waste of time and money So, like, that was, like, a big dilemma for me, like, in the past two weeks. And I finally found out my answer. Like, I was literally at an attorney's office ready to, like, sign over and have him fill out the registration and incorporate my company. And then Keenan's like, no, we can do it ourselves. I've just talked to, like, a list of people. And they're like, no, like, don't do it. Like, you can do it yourself. Go to the office downtown and incorporate it yourself. Like, it's fine. So that was, like, a really big one for me because I was about to spend like a good yeah. amount of money mm-hmm. and I'm glad I saved it because now we can just do it ourselves and before that because going back to like how I should even file this company I was talking to my dad and my stepdad because they're all entrepreneurs too and they're like you need to incorporate it because just in case you get sued you're not a liability only company is a liability so I was like that's right like you definitely want to like separate yourself yeah so that was like the biggest one but so far it's been pretty good in terms of like marketing social media like that's my background that's like what I study that's what I have experience in I don't really have too many questions about that but I'm always trying to like keep up with the trends and research and learn more I guess like right now because we're gonna start like doing the formulations and like actually producing my biggest concern is like keeping the cost down I guess once that I'm the type of person like I'll handle it when it happens but you know I'm very hesitant in a way like I have to make like all of these calculated decisions because I only have a certain amount of money to actually fund it and like kind of like get it started yeah yeah and I remember when we like first started talking about this and then you were like I need a Mm co-founder and then I was like no you don't need a co-founder like you can do it yourself so how have your like have your thoughts on that changed no, I think you're right because you made you brought up some really good points. Like if you do have a co-founder, you have to run all over their your ideas with them, and you both have to agree, and that's kind of frustrating. Um, and I definitely want like full control over it for now, but I think like a co-founder, like it's still good to have that partnership because you kind of keep each other in check, and you can like really achieve like deadlines with each other and not kind of like push things aside. Whereas, like, if you're doing it yourself, like, yes, I'm passionate about it, but, like, because I have other things going on, too, sometimes it can be hard to prioritize. So, like, recently with that, like, being, like, the sole founder of, so it's called Grant, of Grant, I've been talking to my stepdad, and, like, we've, like, listed out, like, a bunch of, like, milestones and, like, deadlines for each milestone that I'm going to complete within the month of May, so... It's good to, like, my stepdad's always been, like, really helpful in terms of, like, keeping me accountable, like, my entire life. And he's, like, someone I've always looked up to in terms of, like, business just because he's, like, he's so smart. Yeah. 
like having a co-founder would be good but like right now like I definitely want I want it to be mine yeah and speaking of all that I'm really excited for you to get the opulent planner yeah I know it has it has all those things in it so it has like your milestones um it has a timeline so you can put a milestone or a task and then put a deadline for it um it helps you make a budget it helps you it's just like a whole bunch of different worksheets so very excited for you to get that no i'm i'm so excited because like my planner or my journal right now it's like i have like five pages left so i'm like i can't even wait to get (laughs) it and like plan everything out yeah you you were like one of the first people to order it really yeah so when it comes in i'm very excited and plus like i'm all about like writing things down yeah you know what i mean like i'm sure like what do you what do you have to say about that like writing something down what does that mean to you well I'm very like visual and so I like to like kind of see all my plans written out like I have my bullet journal Mm -hmm. and so I'm somebody who I will make a list of everything that needs to get done and then I'll work Mm -hmm. through the list so like I'm a very big list maker okay yeah because I like to just see things cross them off check it off and like be like oh I did that yeah I'm the same way too like it just kind of like feels good like once you write it down then you cross it off like it's just kind of this like euphoric feeling of like yeah yeah you know for me I'm somebody who's not very like I have trouble assigning deadlines to tasks if it's arbitrary okay so like say you're like oh I need to do this thing by Wednesday but you don't really need to do the thing by Wednesday I probably won't get it done by Wednesday because I'm like is there really a reason why (laughs) so I'm somebody who I can make a list of things and I'll get the things done but like in no particular order like I'll do them in the order that like I want to do them but I I have a hard time like putting something down and being like I need to do this at 2 p.m. if I don't actually need to do it at 2 p.m. I, I probably won't yeah. and then like my whole schedule's off so I stopped making like really strict day schedules and focus on what needs to get done mm-hmm. doesn't really matter what time it gets done as long as it gets done that's that's more how I am yeah no that's a good way of doing it too I find I can be like that as well like it's if you're like oh okay I set this deadline for this project but like why I don't actually need to get get it done I still have some more time or it's not that big of a rush I'll kind of like get things done during the day that I need to get done that are that are a priority and then like those other small things I'll get to later are you a procrastinator yeah I'm a huge procrastinator oh my god. really <laughs> yeah I'm surprised yeah no I'm a really big I procrastinate like crazy oh my god in school I procrastinate all the time yeah. test I pulled all-nighters I didn't understand people who like studied a week in advance I was like I don't <laughs> get you yeah <laughs> that's also why I didn't do well in school because I was like why like it just mm-hmm. didn't make any sense to me I was mm-hmm. like all about what was real and you know like I hated like make pretend situations Mm -hmm. I was all like does this actually matter is this actually relevant like so that's why I didn't do well in school yeah yeah because I'd be given a project and I'd be like but why I was the type of person where I was like really competitive Mm -hmm. so I would like okay I'm gonna get the best grade on this project oh (laughs) yeah matter why yeah I'm not very competitive I'm some people are like motivated by competition Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm motivated with myself so Mm -hmm. I like to I like to outdo my own expectations but if there was someone else who's like now in the game and I'm competing against them I like I'll back out really so like in not not only will I like not care about competing but I'll drop out of the race like that's kind of the person that I am like when there's someone else competing I'm like oh shit I don't know what to do anymore and I'll just drop out and I'll be like oh all right so I'm just gonna do nothing yeah yeah okay yeah so you just turned 29 yeah so 
what are your what are your plans for your for your 30s in terms of like career and also like family stuff so career is to actually like get grant off the floor the plan is to get grant off the floor this year and then you know manage and scale it next year so next year i'll be 30 um and then i also want to like have children or have like a kid no two kids total i think um probably start trying like when I'm like 31 or 32 I'd say mm-hmm. it's like a good time because like right now like Keenan and I are both focusing on our careers and you know we definitely want to be like a little bit more financially stable before we have those kids but I guess you'll never you'll always think that you're never going to be ready so you kind of yeah. just kind of have to take that leap but. exactly yeah once you're like okay yeah I could support a kid and myself mm-hmm. and like you're like all right it's now it's time mm-hmm. um because you could probably always be like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. I want to have, like, this, and I want to have, like, my house, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so. do you see yourself, like, in Montreal? Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah. I definitely, I think it'd be good to raise kids here. I want my kids to be well-rounded. I want them to be bilingual. I think that's so cool and something I never was. Maybe mm-hmm. one day I will be, but I think Montreal is a great place to raise children, and when you, like, when you moved here, mm. did you know that that's what you wanted, or? Um, when we moved here, moved here, then we got married, uh, it was only, like, temporary. Like, we were only going to stay here for, like, five to ten years, and then move back to the States. So maybe that's, maybe we will move back to the States, who knows? Yeah. But right now, I think, like, we definitely want to start a family in Montreal, and if, like, we have to move to the states for like my job or Keenan's job then I will make that decision but right now it's to stay here do you have like a vision for like being like 40 with your kids and like I always like oh my gosh this sounds so materialistic but I always <laughs> imagine myself in like my Mercedes SUV picking yeah, up my no, kids cool. yeah <laughs> like picking up my kids coming back from my own office like my own like company and like picking up my kids from school like that's what I envision yeah there's nothing wrong with that yeah but I feel like it's so like superficial like Mercedes whatever and maybe that'll change maybe I mean I don't think you're you're not gonna like have your vision you're like yeah Yeah. I'm in a Honda Civic like yeah yeah. but yeah no I definitely like envision kids I envision having it like a company and you know having a house that's what I see so far but like right now within the next year it's like more so about like yeah. working on myself and like my own career yeah and I'm curious when you so when you moved to New York you were how old 22 22 right mm-hmm. it's not as big of a thing here in Canada to just like move to a different city yeah like in the U.S. obviously like for college a lot of people they go away they go to a different state they go across the country like mm-hmm. that's normal mm-hmm. that's a lot less normal here so yeah. like I'm sure the process wasn't as like big but what was that like for you to like move you know move states and be like I'm doing my thing in New York City um my parents were definitely nervous and they were like it's gonna be so expensive your rent's gonna be high like how are you gonna find a job you need to be making at least this much to support yourself and I was like oh, okay I'm gonna do it <laughs> and I did it and like I found a really great like serving job that like paid me like a bunch of money and I knew I was only going to live in New York for just a few years. I just wanted to get that experience. And if you're anyone that tells me that I'm not going to do something, I'm going to do it. Like, I yeah. like I have my mind set on, like, some things. And, like, if I have my mind set, I'm going to do it no matter what you tell me. So for my parents, yeah, they were kind of, like, shocked. But in the end, they ended up supporting me, and they'd always, like, come and visit me. 
but the whole process of moving wasn't too bad like I like my mom and then this girl I worked with we were like planning on living together which we did and her mom like they all came to like help us move and which was great and like we lived in like the Upper East Side and this like concierge building and it was like a true two-bedroom apartment and then we ended up putting up a wall because her brother came to live with us like a month later and so that really helped out with rent but yeah I mean it was kind of just like a shock but the overall process wasn't too bad and what tips and advice would you give to somebody who like wants to move move to the big apple in their their 20s tips i would say make sure you have a job so like let's say you get like an unpaid internship like me like you know get a serving job or let's say you start out in corporate america and it's entry level and you're not making that much money get another job like all like new york is very expensive so save when you can because it's you're always gonna be i always found that i was always spending money like constantly Mm -hmm. every single day it was expensive so that's like the one thing about new york city like make sure like you have money to go there that you've saved up and then once you're there like just work your your butt off to like keep living because it's expensive but it's a fun city and you meet some of like the coolest people there would you live in brooklyn yeah i did live in brooklyn i lived uh in bed-stuy um but brooklyn now is like super expensive Mm -hmm. like yeah it's on the rise yeah like back when i used to live there it was like brooklyn was cheap like that's where you you went to like save on rent yeah and like if you go to like greenpoint there's all of these like condo buildings and like new like luxury apartment buildings when i lived there there was none of that so it's all new but like if you like brooklyn's cool but like if you really want to save money like live in the upper east side it's super cheap and like the apartments are pretty big mm-hmm. it's more like family oriented but you know it is cheaper you have like the subway system like that's close by and you're still in the city and you can still get to brooklyn or queens anytime you want so and in terms of interning and like kind of getting your start in terms of career and like working your way up how did you go about that like did you have your internship aligned before you moved yeah i did i made sure i had an internship aligned before i moved and i thought you know it's most companies like to like to see someone with an internship on their resume or cv and i didn't have that because i was always working throughout college like i was like during the summers i would like you know serve at night and then i'd work at like victoria's secret during the day so i was always working like all the time and i didn't have time for an internship just because i was afraid that the internship wasn't going to pay that much Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to get an internship just to have it on my CV. I got, like, a really great internship at, like, a small, like, boutique fashion consulting firm. And then then I moved on to, like, actual, like, permanent full-time positions. And I felt like I was – after that internship, I felt I was more qualified. But, yeah, I definitely had the internship locked and ready to go before I moved to New York. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then the whole process of, like, going from your internship to finding your, like – more career jobs Mm -hmm. how like how did that happen it took me six months Mm -hmm. it so which felt like a really long time and I was like during that that time I was like doing a lot of like temp work so I worked with some like temping agencies and I'd go and like work at David Yearman for a week or work at Versace for like a day or two or work at a few others that I'm totally blanking on and I would do that and I would still serve and I like would do like New York Fashion Week and I it was like unpaid but at least like I could put that on my CV as like more experience so it took me about six months to 
find a job and the job that I wanted in my industry or the job that I was looking for in the industry that I wanted but it was worth it it was a good like starting job what advice would you give to your 20 year old self to my 20 year old self I would tell her to stop trying to plan everything out in your life and try to live in the moment because I was very like when I was 20 I was like okay by this age I'm gonna do this and by that age I'm gonna do that and not everything goes according yeah. to plan in your 20s. You F up a lot. Like you think you know everything and you don't. You mess up all the time. And you get reality checks all the time from people that are older than you. And they kind of like really put you in your place. And you you feel like you're losing yourself. And you're going through this like second adolescence. But you kind of like once you get to your later 20s, you're like, oh, you know what? It's okay. Like I have all this experience. Like I feel like I'm definitely like more mature and more wise now. And I feel more comfortable with who I am and where I am in life. But like for me, like now I don't plan everything out. I'm kind of just like going with the flow and live in the moment more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. That's my, that's my I, that's, advice. That's very good advice. I like <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah. Thanks you for having me. You dropped a lot of wisdom, a lot of <laughs> a lot of great advice. Thanks. I think some people are going to find helpful. Yeah, so. I mean, it's it's definitely hard in your early twenties. I felt like after university, I felt like I was in such a gray period of my life. Like, what do I do? I'm not in school anymore. This is weird. Now I'm just going to work for the rest of my life. Like, what am I going to do? And I felt like I had it all planned out in my head. Yeah. And then once I started doing it, I was like. I just felt really confused about life and so I just kept trying different things until something stuck or yeah I kind of just started going with the flow more definitely like happy and like satisfied with life and where it's headed so anything you want to plug anything I want to plug yeah follow me on Instagram <laughs> Nicole M Mainwaring N-I-C-O-L-E-M-M-A-I-N-W-A-R-I-N-G it's <laughs> really long that was the whole alphabet <laughs> yeah basically that's my Instagram go follow me